often we expect her to do what we would do and she doesn't do that. So that's on us to change our expectation of her. And she may think we're inconsistent because we don't respond the way she would or because we're asking to change things because to us it makes sense. Welcome to Step Struggles. I'm your host, Brooke, and I'll be discussing common issues we face in blended families. All too often, step-parents feel alone while navigating the tough times. My goal is to shine a light on these topics and perhaps provide a fresh perspective to those who are needing one. Let's discuss this week's struggle. Happy Friday! I hope everybody's had a good week. We have had healthy kids over here and things have actually run according to plan this week. So that has been very refreshing and I hope the same for all of you. I know that it can be a tough thing in a blended family to have things go according to plan and stay how you thought it would be. But um, yeah, so I'm just thankful for that and the baby has been waking up fairly early, but um, that even seems to be getting better. So yeah, it's been a good week. Hope this weekend goes the same. And I want to thank everyone for answering my question about the podcast on my Instagram. I know this this one is a hot topic, so we're going to be talking about Biomom. Um, I know that so many of us struggle with this one, but... I'm hoping that maybe just talking it through will help to give a new perspective maybe or just help you to feel like you're not the only one and hopefully you'll find some comfort in that even if it doesn't resolve any of the issues that you're facing. So the number one thing that I heard back is her inconsistency. And this I know can be so frustrating. You never know what version you're going to get. You can never count on what answer you're going to get. And this is something that, again, we can't change about her. We can't change her. We can't change her response to things and the way she behaves. But um, we do have control over how we approach her. So if you are, you know, doing the same thing, going at her the same way, and it's always kind of a response that you're not wanting to get or that you're not thinking is warranted think about how you're approaching the situation too and if there's anything that you can change to help make it land a little different I know that's what we did and when I really sat down and thought about the way that we approach things I might not have appreciated it so much either so And we all have moods. We all have different moods. And sometimes maybe we're just coming at her at a bad time and she's not responding the way we'd hope. So the thing that I think is helpful or has been for me is to just drop the expectation of what we're going to get. Don't expect that you know her. Don't expect that she's going to behave a certain way and just expect that she's not going to be consistent. And that's just how it is and it can just help to know that that we're not going to get a certain version that we're not going to know how she's going to respond or what she's going to do and seeing her as a bit of a wild card can be helpful and 
just being curious about what's going to happen and not feeling like you know how she should react or what you would do or how you would respond to a situation because often we expect her to do what we would do and she doesn't do that so that's on us to change our expectation of her and she may think we're inconsistent because we don't respond the way she would or because we're asking to change things because to us it makes sense but to her maybe not so again just shifting and altering our expectation and maybe our approach to her can sometimes help in us not being disappointed by her reacting some different way than what we thought number two was understanding her behavior and this is one that uh, it can drive you crazy just trying to get to the root of why she behaves a certain way or why she parents a certain way or why she responds to us in a certain way and it's not something you're probably going to understand especially because you're not likely getting to know her as a person and asking her questions and getting to know why she is how she is so sitting there and trying to understand why she behaves a certain way without actually knowing her is only going to drive you nuts and you're going to spiral because the minute you start thinking that you get it then she flips the script and you're like what why and it's not something that you need to understand so stop trying stop focusing on her and her behavior and why she's doing things and it's it's going to drive you nuts and it's not going to help. So take that energy and put it into something that you are interested in. That's something that will enrich your life. Something that will be beneficial to you and your family. And don't worry about why she acts how she acts. Number three, she doesn't share information. Oh, this one I so get. We, I know I keep repeating this, but we are long distance and... So for a long time, it was very frustrating to me that we weren't being informed of certain things. And there was even a time where, you know, there's a debate over report cards and whether or not a copy of the report card and whose responsibility that was. And it can just be such a power struggle and a battle to get any information. You know, we'd be talking to the kids and they'd Talk about how they were at the doctor last week and we never even knew they were sick or that they were doing a certain sport that we didn't know about. And it used to drive me absolutely crazy that we weren't knowing this. And I would go down the whole, how could she not tell you you're their father? Like, I could never imagine not keeping you informed of this. And the kids deserve to have you in the loop and she's trying to push you out. And, you know, all of the things that your mind goes to when these things happen. But when it came down to it, this was, again, it's a bit of a power struggle because you're wanting her to keep you in the loop. You're feeling out of control. And the only way that, that you can kind of regain some of that is to be kept in the loop and all the information. And you know what, again, we're not going to change her. And the more that we worry about all of that and the more that we get frustrated about the information, the more we focus on it and the more amplified all of those feelings get. And now, I mean, it's still the same. We don't really hear much about what's going on. 
But it doesn't really change anything. It doesn't really matter. We get the information that we get from the kids, and that's enough. I've stopped concerning myself with what's happening that we don't know about, because that, for me, was kind of the biggest thing. Like, what if something huge happens and we don't know, and we're not in the loop about anything, and... Uh, it is what it is, and if something big does happen, you'll know, because you talk to the kids, and they're going to tell you, and so the information that she's not giving you is, I, I know that it's frustrating, and I know that you are entitled to knowing what's going on in the kid's life to a certain extent, but you can't change her, and the more that you put your energy into that, the more frustrated you are, the more unhappy you're going to be the more tension there is going to be for you in your home. And it's just not worth it at the end of the day. So just try to not see it as, you know, a lack of information or a lack of involvement in their life and, and be appreciative of what you do get and the time that you get with them and just that you get to have a relationship with the kids and stop giving her the power to... um to make you feel like you're not involved or like she's taken something from you. Getting her to communicate with me at all. This one, I mean, there's so many reasons that she may not want to communicate with you. And it really probably has nothing to do with you as a person. But the fact that you are living the life that she pictured for herself could be a bit of a pain point for her. And just... All the things that you represent may just be too much for her, and she may not have it in her to communicate with you. And again, this has nothing to do with you, and I mean, it might. I don't know her, I don't know your situation, but my guess is that it's, it's the fact that you're living the life that she wanted, and it's too painful for her to give you anything maybe you know and to communicate with you may just hurt her and so she didn't have kids with you she doesn't need to communicate with you unless i mean of course there may be the the situation where you are the full-time parent and um if something happens you are the only one to get in touch with and if that's the case then you know i don't know maybe there needs to be some email set up for your partner that you actually receive or just some way kind of around the fact that she's not wanting to communicate with you directly because again this is something that we need to be empathetic to because I imagine it would be hard I mean having my own biological children has really helped me to be able to feel what it would feel like the idea of having um, a stepmom in their lives. And it would be hard. I do feel it would be hard. I mean, I know I also go the other way thinking I would never treat her like that, or I would want the kids to be happy. And I would want to have a relationship with her of some kind, just because I'd want to know who was spending time with my kids. But again, we don't know how we're going to respond until we're in a situation. So it's all speculation until you're there. And I I do imagine that it would be difficult. So try to understand where she's coming from. Try not to push something because the more we push it on her, the more pushback we'll get. And maybe eventually if you just kind of step back and let her meet you where 
where she is and give her the opportunity and the space to come to you when she's ready, then that may help. And at the very worst case, you'll get used to not worrying about communicating with her and learning to um, let that go. How she parents or how she treats the kids. This one, again, is something that we really don't have any control over, but it can be so frustrating and it can consume so much of our headspace because we worry about what the impact it's going to have on the kids if she's manipulating them what she's saying to them about us behind our back but again the more so we'll hear one little thing that she said that we don't agree with and then we bi- can build it into so many other things that we don't know and what is she saying what's happening and this is usually based on something that a child has said to us which again that's up for their interpretation and how they say it back to us may be even worse than what actually happened. And who knows what the kids are saying to her about what happens in our house too, right? And she may be taking it as something way bigger than it is also. And it may not be. She may be doing all these horrible things and saying these horrible things. And again, this is something that we really don't have any control over. So In the meantime, until the kids grow up and we see the impact that it is having, or if we do start seeing signs where the kids do need, you know, to get into therapy or to get some help for them, then we take action then. But until then, trying to give her the benefit of the doubt and, you know, recognizing that they're kids and that maybe it isn't all we're building it up to be in our mind and hoping that they're going to be just fine and hoping that, you know, if they're saying things, the bio mom's saying things about you and you're not appreciating, obviously, that she's saying things to them or trying to make them see you in a different light, actions speak louder than words. She can say whatever she wants and then they come to your house and see that your behavior doesn't match what she's saying. They're going to remember your behavior They're going to remember what she's said, and when they grow up and can see it all clearly, then that's going to be something she's going to have to face, or something that they're going to recognize about her. And I feel sorry for the bio moms that are doing that, because it is something that they will see when they grow up, and you're not going to respect your parent very much if they were doing that, especially if you have supportive stepmom and dad and she's trying to make them feel a certain way so trying to get your mind right about it and and not respond in a certain way because you don't want to put the kids in the middle of that and if they're coming to you and saying things that that she said about you just try to receive it from how they're experiencing it and letting them know that you know, they're in a safe space that you are going to let them vent and that you're not going to kind of respond in a negative way towards their mom because that just puts them in the middle. So uh, again, all we can do is parent the best way that we know how in our home and try to just let the other home be the other home. And it's something that we can't control. And the less we worry about it, the less we focus on it, the better environment we're providing for the kids when they're with us. So yeah, just try to accept that it, it's going to be what it's going to be. And, and we all we can do is be there if there's a fallout or if, you know, there's 
something that's impacting them in a negative way, then we can be there to help them work through it. So those are the top five things that I heard back on Instagram on this topic. I know that there's going to be many more conversations that we have about this because it is such a common theme in stepmotherhood. And, you know, we compare ourselves, we struggle with her behavior, we struggle with the the image that we saw um, for our relationship coming in and then the reality of it and how different those often are. Um, you know, we kind of idolize what our relationship will be. And then when it's not, we kind of, you know, it's disappointing and we can have some feelings to work through there. But again, try not to compare yourself. Try not to worry too much about her. Just try to focus on your home and what kind of environment you are living in and you're providing to your stepchildren and your partner. That's it for this week. And uh, yeah, thanks for listening to me ramble about this one. And I'll be back next week. Thanks for listening to this episode of Step Struggles. If you are wanting to discuss what you're struggling with, I do offer step family coaching at strugglingstepmom.com. I'm also always open to chat on Instagram at the struggling stepmom. If you'd like to weigh in on our struggle of the week, give me a follow and watch for the question box in my stories. Thanks again and talk to you guys next Friday.